1: Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS seven ten a.m. or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're sad, allow God to put a joy, a smile on your face. If you're married, give a good and warm greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good warm morning hug. Or welcome to your children and to all those who live with you. And do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday morning contact friend so they can join in as well next of course let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the lord this is father andre and good holy sunday morning with god good holy sunday my dear brothers and sisters in the lord jesus christ my dear friends our dear listeners to the show the supporters of the mission of hope and mercy and uh, all the people of goodwill and the, the dear family of K N U S, seven ten a.m. in Denver, Colorado. In a few days back, exactly on Thursday, July twenty-nine, Christians around the world celebrated the feast days of Saints Peter and Paul. And uh, on Friday, on July thirtieth, Christians also celebrated the feast day of the twelve apostles in the East, whereas in the West, the people celebrated the feast day. Of the early martyrs of the Church of Rome, um, these are histories of our faith. This is how our faith has begun. You know, imagine you had those two people, Peter, who was a fisherman from Galilee, uh, not known by anybody basically except for his loud voice, and uh, he would be basically staying all night up in the sea trying to catch a fish, and he, if he catches, he makes his day. Um, Bread. If he doesn't catch, he probably would be cussing. He probably would be upset, with the angry, and then he would go back again in order to um, fish again. And uh, imagine the life of Saint Paul, uh, a great Pharisee, a wonderful um, scholar of the Bible, and a very learned man, Roman citizen, Jewish descent, uh, a believer in God and Adonai, and the Law of Moses, and the Tanakh, and and, and the books and of the prophets, and the Psalms, and uh, uh, Torah um, and all of a sudden um, he goes from being zealous for the faith in Yahweh all the way to give testimony to the Lord Jesus Christ accepting him as his Lord and Savior as the um, only son of the living God imagine uh, what God did with the 12 apostles on the other hand as well he continue with uh, uh, the way the Lord Jesus chose his apostles who they were including probably the one who betrayed him um, most likely none of these apostles were very well learned. None of them probably made it to um, uh, some type of a school education um, in accordance with the standards of schooling in their lifetime. I'm not sure if they knew even the Greek mythology, the Greek philosophy, the Latin law, you know, the linguistics, uh, uh, the civilization of the world around them. But I am sure God chose them for a reason. He chose them because probably they were pure-hearted. He chose them because... They lived and they focused all of their life awaiting for the Messiah to come. Um, and definitely they were believers. They would read the signs of times. Uh, they lived with the expectation to respect the law, to be tzaddik in their life. a Tzaddik or to be righteous people applying the law of Moses. Living and chanting and committing to the prayers of the Psalms every day in their lives. They were Jewish practicing people. They were very sincere in their faith. Many of them we know, like Philip from Bethsaida, for instance, he was waiting for the Messiah. He was reading the sign of time to see where is the Messiah going to come from, from the east, from the west. He would look at the colors and at the change of times and seasons uh, when Jesus saw him from distance under the tree. The next day when he called them, uh, he told him, this is a true Israelite. <laughs> Imagine, for instance, if we look at the vocation of John, the beloved, and his brother James. The mother comes and she tells Jesus, listen, I gave you the best that I had. I gave you my two sons. What are they going to get in return? And uh, of course, the two sons wanted to sit, one on his right, one on his left. And Jesus looks at them and he tells them, are you able to drink the chalice I am about to drink? To be baptized with the baptism I am about to be baptized with. Meaning to offer his life for the sake of those who he loves. Um You know, a uh, lot of Things and stories that surround the, the way Jesus chose his 12 apostles. But most of all, um, in a celebration of the feast days of um, Peter and Paul, the heads of the apostles, the princes of the apostles, and uh, all the apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ, the holy Roman martyrs. I mean, just imagine in the early church of Rome, just imagine who would want to live in a time in which Nero, Agrippa, and all these um, Uh, Roman emperors all the way to the year 313, the time of St. Constantine the Great, until he became emperor. Waves and waves, at least 10 major state-sponsored persecution waves took place against Christians in the entire Roman Empire. The entire Roman Empire, this means in Africa, this means in Asia, this means in all of Europe, this means in the British Islands, part of Britain by basically was also part of the roman empire and beyond When the vikings the visigoths uh, uh, in the persian empire and the babylonian empires um, uh, outside the roman empire christians were being persecuted you know in the early church also the christian made it to uh, india they made it all the way to the coast of china china was first evangelized by syriac fathers by syriac disciples saint thomas the Demas himself the apostle went all the way to, um, uh, to to India. You know, literally the tomb of St. Thomas is in Islamabad, in Lahore, in, in near Islamabad. Uh, St. Thomas, the, the, the apostle, the one who told his friends, I'm not going to believe that Jesus rose, not unless I stick my finger in his wounds and I put my finger in his chest, in his heart, basically. This St. Thomas went all the way to India and there, He preached the gospel of good news. And there he offered testimony. And there he was martyred for the sake of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The Persian lands were evangelized by St. Thomas. uh, The Didymus, The apostle basically. Imagine the life of these great apostles. Um, Nonetheless. When we think about uh, the movement of the apostles all over the world. They had no airplanes. They had no tickets. Right. They had no horses. They had no bags. Jesus told them, if you are to travel and go from town to town, um, you know, don't take more than a sandal, basically. Don't take even food with you because you're laborers in the kingdom of God and God will provide food for you. This is what Jesus told his apostles. Imagine the first Christian community that lived for 300 some years, at least 250 years of which Christians lived underground. Who are those martyrs of Rome? Who are those ancient Christians? Who lived in a Roman Empire in a city of Rome. Which became the symbol of the martyrs for the whole church in the whole world. Even though recently we know many, many, many of the martyrs. In fact, uh, who suffered and they were killed because of their faith in Jesus Christ. They died actually in the last few hundred years. You know, in the world of Christianity today. The record of martyrs, people who died for Jesus. For their faith in Jesus Christ. Exceed the number of 80 million people 80 million people died for the sake of jesus christ what a number how many souls how many stories how much blood there is on planet earth this is simply people being killed because of their faith in jesus christ that's why in the united states we people are reading the warnings we see the signs coming that's why people in the united states they cherish religious freedom they 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 actually they, they 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 lived in that nation They quit the entire world We came to the United States Because we knew that we wanted a land In which we respect the freedom of others We want to live our freedom We want to practice our freedom of worship Our freedom of conscience Our freedom of the press Our freedom of speech Our freedom to grow And to have opportunities in life Our freedom to pray and to evangelize And uh, when we see signs around us do indoctrination of some sort in order to not allow Christians to speak or to pray in public or to preach or to read the Bible. We can't in public schools, for instance, bring out the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It will be considered as a slander or as a crime of some sort. Unbelievable. We can't even in some places speak and say Merry Christmas, Happy Birth, Nativity of our Lord Jesus Christ. It will be considered as if you are committing a major crime against someone. If you're a professor, if you're a teacher, I pray for you in the United States of America. If a student comes to you, you cannot even tell them about Jesus Christ. You can't even tell them that Jesus is a hero. That Jesus is a savior. That Jesus is a son of God. You can't. Because you lose your job. What kind of testimony? What is the difference between us and the apostles? There is a lot of difference. How can we bring back the Holy Spirit? To the United States of America. How can we bring about the good news of salvation if we're not allowed to speak the name of Jesus, to pray to Jesus, to mention his name and to tell people, I bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. There is definitely a problem in our country, in the United States, when it comes to religious freedom, when it comes to setting our priorities straight, building our understanding with the valid, with the valid learning, valid knowledge, That comes from the Holy Spirit and from God. There is a problem my friends. What do we do. While all these vicious evil spirits. Are roaming around the world. Wandering through the world. To seek the room of the souls. What do we do. We have the power of the most high. And we cannot even say his name. But the apostles did say his name. And they offered their lives for the sake of Jesus Christ. What do we do. As Christians in the world. As Christians living in the United States. We can't even embrace one another in love. The minute somebody is targeted or is accused or there's some type of a thing, the very first people to quit on him are the priests, are the bishops. Unbelievable. What is happening? What kind of shepherds do we have in this world? That he can't even embrace the sinners, the falsely accused, the unjustly treated, the weary, the rejected, the dejected. Yet they're good to be in public eyes and to wear whatever we want to wear and to put on outfits through which we celebrate liturgies not knowing who are we praying for and the people are even saddened there is this mute new devil definitely that we need to exercise in the most holy name of our lord and savior jesus christ by the power of the holy cross all these demons of anger of envy of jealousy of deceit of lies of traps of accusations may they become the accuse themselves and may almighty lord god pronounce his final judgment and show us his glory by showing us how he's going to sanction them and what he will do with them. And for us to grant us salvation, to grant us peace. Today on this wonderful and holy day, do you love me more than beings? A good Sunday morning with Father Andre will speak to us all and to you, my friends, about the need to love Jesus more than the world. The need to love Jesus more than the love of money. The need to love Jesus more than the love of pride. Or more than the love of fear. Many of us in the US and all over the world. We might fall victims by loving our fear. And worrying about what the people would say and say about us. Even though Jesus had told us do not be afraid what they would say about you. Do not be afraid they will lead you before of governors and judges and whatever it is. Do not worry about what to say because... My father will send you the Holy Spirit and he will speak through you to these people. He will knock them down. He will bring their kingdoms of falsehood to ruin. And he will declare the true kingdom, the kingdom of heaven. And he will declare that I am the Lord God. And beside me there is no God. These were the apostles. This is who St. Peter was. Before we shall continue on this beautiful episode at the occasion of the feast days, of Saints Peter and Paul, the heads of the apostles, and the feast days of the twelve apostles in the east, and the feast days of the early Christian martyrs of the city of Rome and the empire of Rome, as we celebrated on the west, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, now we come to this beautiful Sunday, the day of rest, and when I say, Oremus, we want to say, let us pray, and then we shall continue with the life of Saint Peter and Paul and the apostles. Let us take a moment let us call in the peace of Jesus Christ to remove from us every obstacle to destroy every barrier that could separate us from the love of God. Whether it's pride or anger, whether it's an injustice, it's fear. Break it off. Shake it off, my friends. Remove the shackles of these evil things from all around us. And let us pray. Let us praise the Lord. Open wide your eyes. Open wide your hearts. Open wide your mouth and lips. Sanctify. Praise the Lord, all ye people. glorifying all ye nations. Let us tell the Lord glory to God in the highest and peace on earth and good hope to all. Let us tell the Lord that out of the depth I cry to thee, O Lord, O Lord, hear my voice. Let thy ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. Let us pray that the Lord will send His Holy Spirit Spiritum tuum Et et faciem Terram. Send your Holy Spirit and they shall be created and you shall renew the face of the earth. Let us pray and tell him, O Lord God, on this holy day, we repent from our sins. We spare in you. We have faith in you. Let us pray and tell him, O Lord God, we confess to you, Almighty God. We confess to Blessed Virgin Mary, Ever Virgin, the Blessed Michael Archangel to blessed John the Baptist, to St. Joseph, to the holy apostles, Peter and Paul, to the apostles, to all the saints, to the martyrs, and to you, my brothers and sisters, and to you, my Father in heaven, and to all of our pastors and ministers here on earth whom the kingdom of heaven's keys were given, that I have sinned exceedingly in thought, word, and deed. As we say in our prayer, through my fault, through my faults, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I beseech, blessed Mary, ever virgin, blessed Michael, the archangel, blessed John, the Baptist, blessed Joseph, the chosen and virgin one, the holy apostles, Peter and Paul, all the apostles and all the angels and saints, and you, my father, my brothers and sisters, to pray to the Lord, our God, for me. Let us accept, receiving the absolution from our God, the forgiveness of sins. Let us accept that Almighty God has mercy on us now. He forgive you your sins. He bring you to life everlasting. May the Almighty and most merciful Lord grant us pardon, absolution and remission of our sins. Amen. Let us recall, my friends, today in the prayers of the Psalms at the occasion of this feast day. Psalm 63. Psalm 63. Let us take a moment and uh, reflect On a soul thirsting for God. Can you imagine you being thirsty and you can't even find water? This is how much our soul is in distress if the soul does not find God. Yes, let our souls now find God again. Be with God again. Unite ourselves, soul, body, mind, emotions, all dimensions of our lives. With the soul of Christ. Anima Christi me. The soul of Christ sanctify me. Corpus Christi salva me. O body of Christ, save me. Sanguis Christi inebriame. O blood of Christ, satisfy me. Fill me up. Aqua lateris Christi, lava me. O water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus, Wash me and watch all the people listening to our show from every iniquity from every sin from every trace of devil and evil spirits from every hate or every snare that was laid around us break it off i see the light of christ entering home sick people walking coming back to life coming back to the fullness of health. i see people who have been conflicted with jealousy and anger and envy and lust now being reconciled coming back to their senses the lord is entering to reconcile families Reunite families who have not gathered in years and years and years. May the Lord Almighty, through the intercession of the apostles, Peter and Paul and all the twelve apostles, and the blood of the martyrs, and all the masses and prayers, all those beautiful Bible proclamations be proclaimed and proclaimed and declared from the rooftop, from every house of worship in our homes or in our places of worship in the United States of America. Now, come down and breathe upon us the power of God. That God be pleased with our prayers that God will fill our souls with the Holy Spirit, with divine wisdom, and break off all the shackles and all the snares of the devil that were laid against us. And may our feet join together with the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our hands act together with the hands of Jesus Christ. Our eyes see together to the glory of God. Our ears listen together to the chanting of the angels of our Lord God. May our hearts beat in unison with the heart of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, our entire being in every dimension, in every fragment of existence that we have, be covered by the most precious blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, by His glorious body, that we shall be the temple of the Holy Spirit, the temple of God, that Jesus and His Father dwell in us and nothing can be against us. The world is under our feet. We have the authority of God. That God will remove every misfortune from before us and bring us the rewards of heaven. What eyes cannot see, what ears cannot hear, what mind cannot perceive, is what God prepared as a reward. For all those who have loved them, may all these rewards come upon us, bless our water and our homes, our food, patriots, our resources. Be generous to one another, be kind with each other, my dear friends, my dear brothers and sisters. Let us all come back to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ with the chantings, with praises, for our souls are thirsting for God. Remember, whoever has left the darkness of sin yearns for God. And together, like the saints, like the angels in heaven, like Saints Peter and Paul, we shall always bring ourselves up from falling. Remember, in our prayer today was Psalm 63. Let us pray that our souls will be filled with the light of God. So we pray for our nation. We pray for the government officials, for the candidates to presidency and to public offices. We pray for bishops, for priests, for pastors, for ministers, for all public ministers. We pray for heads and families, for the sick people in nursing homes or homebound. bound People without shelter, the children who are being trafficked. We pray for the entire society who does not know that the sun rises because they live in a world of dark nights. We pray for all those who are living in fear, unjustly treated. I pray for my enemies. I pray for my parishioners. That they won't be confused by the evil lies spread around them. I pray for all of you. My friends. My brothers and sisters. That the light of God. And that the Holy Spirit. Will speak through us. Glorifying God. Worshipping God. Blessing God. And. Giving thanksgiving. To Almighty God. For the salvation we have received. From our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let us pray. O God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting, my body pines for you, like a dry weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise, so I will bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night. For you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning is now. And will be forever. Amen. I know the one whom I have trusted and I am certain that he, the just judge, has a power to keep safe what he has entrusted to me until that day. My dear friends, if we look at the life of Saints Peter and Paul on this good Sunday morning with Father Andrew, we can only imagine the contradiction that happened in the life of Simon who becomes a Peter. Shemaon, which means heard, the one we hear is Peter means the rock, and the life of Paul, who was Saul or Sheol or Shaol, Shaul, the little one, the small one, becomes Paul, becomes the apostle to the Gentiles, and definitely with Saul who becomes a Paul and Simon who becomes a Peter, the road to heaven becomes a clear. Where one built the foundation of the faith, St. Peter, and the other one elevated the structure all over the world. And that is St. Paul. One could write pages and pages about Peter and Paul. Their vocation was to give life to the entire world. They both died to give witness to the kingdom of heaven. They both died, given to the entire world, access to Jesus Christ, access to the sacrament. Access to the truth, access to know the way, access to receive life in Jesus Christ. In the end, my friend, something to meditate upon and hopefully to keep with us on the Sunday that we could learn from Peter and Paul is that they both loved Jesus Christ all the way to death. Both of them gave testimony. They did not shut up. They faced kingdoms. They faced emperors. They faced armies. They faced the sea, the oceans. They faced high winds, heat and cold. They face being stoned to death. They face prisons. They face everything. But one thing they refuse to do is not to give testimony to Jesus Christ. They gave testimony to Jesus Christ through their intercession. We may live in truth and guide the people to the truth of love and mercy, to justice and truth, to peace and mercy, forgiveness of sins, reconciliation with one another and with God. Let us love God and the neighbor. Let us adore God in truth and in spirit. Let us reject all evil confusions and all evil ways. Let us repent from sin and do what is good and be participants in a plan of God for the salvation of the world. And therefore, let our lives with the apostles and all the saints and the martyrs become a sweet fragrant incense offered in unity with the sacrifice of our Lord, who defeated every evil, defeated death itself, and with whom we are united. And if God will... Us. Who can be against us? No one.
0: Anna. Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 9.30 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre.